all and welcome to my xbox and me episode 43 yes that's what the notes I say f- <laughs> episode 43 i am one of your hosts mc fixer alongside the man scared of the camera kevin tarney what is up everyone how are we all he's doing sport- he's got a hat on today guys I it's know. gonna be a good show <laughs> it's one of those days it's one of those bad hair days just the hat straight on oh trust me i have i've got a bad hair day today but i just haven't got any decent hats anymore <laughs> i seem to lose hats all the time like I leave them on buses and I leave them in people's cars and I never get them back. So funny story. Yeah. I own that, I own one cap on. and it only ever comes out when it's haircut time. I've got a hat right next to me <laughs> and this is the only. One second, I'm putting a hat on for those watching the video hey. and for those listening to the audio. There we go. That's better. Now we're organised. We're sorted. We've both got our hats on backwards. We both. Oh yep. man, I needed to sort this out. It looks all weird. Oh, I look like an idiot. Okay. <laughs> um. What is this? Oh, this is an Xbox show, isn't it? Yeah, it is. This ain't well, your cap show. Oh, my bad. Um, Kev, how you been? How's things? I've been good. Um, as you know, I've had a bit of a crappy few days. You know, mm-hmm. it's just been one of those weeks where just stuff gets on top of you. So I'm happy to finally be sitting down and doing the export, uh, the Xbox podcast at last. Yes, it's all good. Don't worry. We all have those days. We all have those weeks. Yeah. Trust me. Trust me, me, me more than anyone. <laughs> you just got a power <laughs> through. Anybody I tell you, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Get back on that horse and keep going. Exactly. Um, duh, 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 duh. what have I been up to? Strange. Uh, what day is it today? Wednesday. So like nothing really. I've been at work. That's literally. How are you finding it? You still enjoying it? It's still easy, which is the main thing. The main thing is it's easy, so I don't have to kill anybody <laughs> yet. Yeah, um, to be fair, I'm gonna call this guy out. And I hope he, I'm not gonna say his name. I'm not withholding names here. <laughs> but we've got a new guy that works with us, and he tried telling me what to do the other day, and I was like, "Oh no, I can't." Yeah, I can't stand people like that who come in and then start bossing you about. Well, don't get me wrong; I've only been there a month, but he's been there three days, and I was a bit like, "And Joe, you know every time something happens, <laughs> it's funny because I'm always because I'm allowed to use my phone at work." But I'm always texting Haley, and I'm just I, every day I get there, I text Haley, say, "Can I quit yet?" And then she says to me, <laughs> "She goes to me, is your Patreon above the point we spoke about?" I was like, "No." She's like, "Get back to work." Then and I'm like, "Oh, come on, come on!" But yeah, uh, still doing that, still working hard, and I've been playing a bit of Xbox. So, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, this week's my Xbox and me is brought to you by Outlives.net and MCFixer.co.uk. Kev, Out of Lives. Yeah. I've seen there's there's been some new articles up on Out of Lives because I've been reading them. Oh, have you really? Been paying yeah. more attention than me and, then. <laughs> no. Yes, there, I have. There's been a lot going on with Out of Lives this week. Like I said last week, we're in transition mode. We've actually brought on a load of new writers, uh, guest writers, which we've put our like, reach out and said, look, if you want to write for a platform, come to us. We can't pay, but we can give you exposure. So if you're mm-hmm. applying for a job in the future, then you can reference back to that material that you wrote before. So we've got a load of new articles, a load of new writers. I put an article up this week about Call of Duty. Surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> Call the what? Call of Duty. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Sorry, I didn't understand what you're saying there. <laughs> that joke has so got to die. I'm hearing it everywhere now, like Moody, Foxes, everyone. Nope. It's just going to carry we on. We created something. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, site's going well. Um, just go over there. Articles are, I think, now opinion pieces. And I think they're a lot more interesting to read the news because you can get your news from anywhere. So that's why we decided to make the jump over to opinion pieces. So, yeah, check us out. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, also, this episode is brought to you by our friend, 
Mike Lynch. And he says, hey guys, actually, Mike, let me say this before we start. You owe us a new ad raid. Actually, let me, before I even say, it's been a month. Yeah, yeah. That month's gone quick. Do you know what I mean? What I do want to say is happy birthday to Mike. It was Mike's birthday the other day. Oh, happy birthday, dude. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy, yeah, we're saying that. <laughs> but, you know, um, I sent out the Patreon thank you videos, and um, it was the first time I've done them, which mm. was kind of strange because I've only just got supporters at that tier. And so it was Mr. Moody and Mike. I saw both of those Patreon uh, thank you videos. And doing them, I didn't watch them back. So I was like, oh, how were they? And he was like, oh, it made my day, yada, yada. And he's like, oh, it's even better because it's my birthday. I was like, why didn't you tell me this? I would have said happy birthday in the video. But we're here now and we can say happy birthday. So I hope you had a good one, Mike. And I do appreciate everything it's due. But the ad is, hey, guys, Mike Lynch here. And I would like to tell you, uh, do you know what? We're cutting out the ukulele part. Go over to Mike Lynch on YouTube. He has fresh and exciting gameplay and reviews on movies and video games. Put Mike Lynch in the search bar and you will find him. He's not the ukulele player, so not that guy, the other one. Also, Kev, I got yes. called out during a live stream the other day. Really? By a friend of mine called Reese. Okay. I had to. I me and Reese have been going back and forth, back and forth about Patreon, obviously. And he was like, "I ain't supporting you there. Forget you." Duh, duh, duh. And then he finally did. And then he was like, "Yo, you missed the Patreon." Um, oh chat yeah. At the end of the month, and I was like, "Oh God, I did." And if he didn't remind me, I totally would have forgot. See, totally, totally. Would've I would have reminded you had I a good memory. Which I don't. I usually forget what I had for dinner like five minutes after. <laughs> so let me do the Patreon thank yous real quickly. This is if you support uh, $5 or more, you get a thank you, which really does help the show keep going and keeps me still breathing. It means I don't have to work at that terrible job as much. Um, first thank you goes out to Mike Lynch. Again, as most of you know, Mike Lynch supports the show every single week. Um, also shout out to Mr. and Mrs. Moody appreciate all of the support it is it says mr moody's name on there but i know it's both of them i know we had to convince him uh his missus had to like let that go ahead you mm. know what i mean we've all got missus we all like yo She's i'm about to give this guy strings. some money exactly i'm about to give this guy some money is that okay and he stands there for a <laughs> while smiling like please <laughs> so thank you to both of you also shout out to my uncle and auntie um negrita and michael also known as fishy as some of you may already know them, we did the live stream with them. They love Kevin's my, a bit. My favourite aunt. I hate you so much. <laughs> also, shout out to Reese, who shout, who was the one that called me out for forgetting the thank yous. So I apologise for that, Reese, and thank you for all your support. Also to Andrew, Sandra, Patrick, and Fiona. Don't forget Fiona, who helps out over on twitch.tv slash mcfixer. And... Last but not least, and someone I haven't spoke to in a while, but I see he's very busy, and one of my first ever Patreon supporters, Jordan Stormberg. Appreciate all the support you guys have been given. Um, you, as you all know, I can't do this show without you. So if you do want to come on Patreon, you head over to Patreon.com/slash/MCFixer. Audio early is three dollars. Video is four. You also get the video live if you would like to watch it live. Kev, all that pimping is done now. Brilliant. What has been in your box this week what have you been playing um to be honest there hasn't been that much it's been a bit of a um uh, bit of a slow week i've been playing a bit of titanfall the original titanfall again i've been getting into that quite a bit and just rocket league but what is like really strange is what's missing out of my xbox and that's been battlefield one i've just not felt the need to go back to it 
this puts us, this this is interesting interesting talk right here mm-hmm. so this was one of the games you were like yeah this is definitely a day one buy yep this is a lot i bought this already in my mind yeah it was already bought it was already done it's done yep what happened what what don't you like about it <sighs> i think it's the fact that i know this is rich coming from someone that doesn't play Battlefield that much, but it's a bit slow. And I have played Battlefield 4 in the past, and I really enjoyed it. But what made that game a bit faster to me was the fact that there were tanks which were quite fast. There were helicopters that were very fast. There were jets that were fast. But everything is in this game, I said it last week, it just feels lethargic. And I don't know, I've tried playing, and it just doesn't grab me. Like, there's no gameplay hook for me. I mean, I have a bit of fun sniping, sitting back and sniping, but whenever I go into, like, a main game and I'm, like, trying to be an assault class or something, I just get sniped from the other side of the map every two seconds. It's just, like, it takes me five minutes to run back to where I was. Do you know what I mean? Because maybe my whole squad's died. Because I can spawn in my squad, but sometimes they die as well. It means I've got to go all the way back to one of our capture points, and then it takes me five minutes to get to the next one. And it's just, like I say, it's just not hooking me. Have you found it? Have you... Uh, no, I don't. I don't like the game. Um, nowhere near as much as the map because I played a different map at uh, EA Access, uh, EA Play, sorry, and that map was a lot more fun than this map. This map is very. Yeah, I think I don't like the map. I think that's what it is. I just don't. There's like not the enough map. cover. Yeah, there's not. It's very sniper heavy. I mean, I think they mm-hmm. wanted to showcase the train and the horses, yeah. and that's why they chose that map. Whereas. It just it just doesn't work well for the people that aren't on the horses or who aren't on the train because there's only a certain amount of planes and stuff and you have the same players going into them all the time. So you're stuck on the ground as an infantry troop and you're just stuck yeah. in that loop of going back, getting killed, going all the way back, getting killed, going all the way back. And it's just, it's getting not killed, fun. Yeah. Mm, it's not fun for me. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, so is this... It, it... Are you going to give it another chance? Maybe EA Access, if you get the 10-hour free trial, is that where you'll play it before you buy it now? Um, I think I will try again. If it if it comes out in some sort of like demo on EA Access and they give us a new map or something, I'll yeah. try it again. Oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I quite like the look of the map they showed before, that one which was like an old French village. I thought that looked okay. a lot better because there were nice like bits of cover, nice surroundings and uh, like there's a big tower where you could snipe out of and stuff i think if we got to go on that i would try it. maybe they will release another map before they stop this beta i don't know if it's still going on now or not i've not checked no but... it, it actually finishes today right okay so for those listening to this on friday when the episode comes out um it's too late for news but for, yeah you've got until the end of today to play it right okay i mean don't get me wrong i understand why people are liking this game and what annoys me as well is people say, oh, Call of Duty players, they don't, they're, they're used to that fast gameplay and they don't have the um, the capacity to play uh, slower games. They don't have the patience, yeah. whereas I do. I, I enjoy slower games. In fact, I play games quite slow anyway because I like to take my time and explore. It's just mm-hmm. in an FPS, you don't want to be running about and doing nothing. Do you know what I mean? I totally understand what you mean. I th- Yeah. I have the same gripe with the game. I think, honestly, you hit the nail on the head when you said to me the other day um, that it's strange going from this to Titanfall, Mm. where as much as I didn't love Titanfall, I like Titanfall a lot more than I like this. And I feel like, as we all knew, it's World War I. It's going to be slow. Yeah. And now people have got it, they're like, oh no, it is slow. It's like, yeah, it's World War I. That's what... 
that's what it is. You know what I mean? This is why, and a lot of people are complaining about the game. Honestly, they really, I do see a lot of people saying, "No, no, no." Have you played this with friends yet? I have played with a few friends on the Rush game mode. See, I normally play Conquest on Battlefield Four, yeah. and we was playing Rush. So even then, it's not like the experience ideally that I'd want to make up my mind. But I don't know, man. Like I think I just need another go. Hopefully, it comes to EA Access and we get ten hours or whatever, eight hours. And I can play with some friends and try some different maps. And I know maybe I'll change my mind. Hopefully, hopefully. Mm. Um, what, what about I you? What you been playing? playing? Yeah, what have I done? What have I been playing? I'm trying to think about it now. Um, Rainbow Six Siege, still busting that out. I'm getting pretty good at it now. Like, I'm. I was playing like last night. I got home from work about quarter to twelve, um, and I was just like, oh, let me see who's streaming. So Crash was on line streaming. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. Jumped in with him. And they were like, oh, we're going to play... Should we play ranked or should we play casual? I was like, oh, let's play ranked. And then he was like, oh, fix you. You're not very good, though. Do, do, do. Not, sure, not <laughs> sure. And I was like, trust, I'm all right now. I'm getting better. If you just tell me... If you do the call-outs properly, I'll be fine. And I was sort of the one doing all the call-outs. I was the one getting the kills. I was the one... Because Mackie weren't playing because her Xbox weren't working. So, and don't get me wrong. We did lose. But it wasn't my fault we lost. I finished with like, te- I think I got like seven kills. Which, so you was carrying. Played Rainbow before, I, and that's what he even said. He's like, "Wow, Fix is carrying." I'm like, "Yep." I don't know why, but with I got a new headset, as I said last week. Excuse me, I said last week, and I feel like that's helping. Plus, the way I I got a new setup and everything seems to have clicked now. So. Yeah. Yeah, you're starting to learn. Sort. Well. I think the key to that game is learning where the breach points are, and learning yeah. where it's good positions to sit while you're defending certain rooms. So once you learn that stuff, I think you're okay. And I'm not quite there yet. I need to play it more. I haven't really played it this week because I've not really had the team to play it. So yeah. I'm hoping next week I'll get to play a bit more. I just need to learn those maps. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And the other game that I've been playing, that I've put most of my hours in so right okay fairly close to the end now nah, which is cool i've just got to the bit where you fight chrysler uh, which i forgot how much i love that boss battle mm-hmm. i forgot how much i love that cutscene. i forgot how much i love the fact of them two meeting again for the first time after a long period as you know the resident evil lore you know they used to be partners etc etc but the first time they meet and he's and chrysler don't want to talk he's just straight up there looking to kill leon leon's sort of like dodging and stuff like yo what are you doing here who'd you work for and chrysler's like he doesn't give a crap he's just like i'm looking to stab 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 and then there's like a cool moment where um leon's face gets cut and then there's a cool moment where leon slices chrysler and yeah it's just krauser i think i say that wrong whatever his name is um not really that important but yeah i forgot how much i like that and that's now I'm over the controls because I don't know if I said it last week, but I think I can't remember if I said it on last week's show. But I really struggle to get back in to the Resident Evil controls. So what's so different? I, like, about I couldn't. I, the thing is, it's the <laughs> I played Resident Evil. I played Resident Evil Two just for fun. Any time of the day I want. So they're yeah. tank controls, so I'm used to them for a Resident Evil game. Where Resident Evil 4 was the first game that let you aim, let you turn around fast, let you, right. like so many different things. So when I went to pick it up, I was trying to play it like I play Resident Evil 2. 
like tank okay. control, and this isn't tank controls at all. So I, I was really struggling at first, but I got there in the end, which I'm happy about. But uh, yeah, apart from that, I think that's it. I played a bit of Rocket League with you guys, mm. and I just remember. You actually played like, really I just well. forget how good that. Yeah, I, I forget how good that game is. Mm. The game is so good. But yeah, that is what we've been playing. Um, let's jump into the news then, shall we, Kev? Let's do it. And the first piece of news is a game I know you've been waiting for, Kev. I know oh, you've yeah. been waiting for it. Star Trek Online is now available. Uh, free-to-play experience, a triple-A MMO game for free. Play from level 1 to 60 for free, free of charge. Adventure the Final Frontier. Explore the new world, blah, 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 blah. You know, it is a game for you Star Trek nerds. <laughs> I know a few Star like... Trek nerds, so I know they're really looking forward to this game. It's free to play, so who knows? I may give it a go. I probably won't, but you know, it's sitting there if I ever fancy a uh, space game. Yeah, it's definitely there. Mr. Moody's telling me my mic is cutting in and that. Yeah, it was <laughs> fuzzing up a bit. I'm about to unplug it, so fill some air here, Kev. I'm going to plug it and plug it back in. So, what shall I fill it with? So, we've I've never actually played a Star Trek game. I don't know how many there are actually out there. Um, it's the same with Star Wars games. Like with Star Wars, I enjoy some of the movies. Um, I actually really enjoyed Force Awakens more than I did the previous movies. But I've never actually played any of the Star Wars games. <laughs> like, have you ever played right, any of the Star Wars games? Star Wars games. Uh, Star Wars. Yeah. I played the. I played There's the N64 one, which I didn't play that. I watched someone play that, but I played. Hmm, what was it called? Got to think now. Uh, what's the pod racing game called? Oh, I know what you mean. Is it not just I can't remember. Summit Pod I Racing? Remember. I think it is just called Summit Pod Racing, isn't it? I don't remember. I don't. Honestly. It's so long. I don't remember. I played that on the N64. I played... Ah, oh, the the best Star Wars game of all time, mm-hmm. which was Star Wars Power... Jedi Power Battles on oh the my. PS1. I never played that. Oh my God, I had so much fun with that game. Um, yeah, but no, I start Star Trek. Star yeah, I know. I brought no up Star Wars in the Star Trek conversation. People are going to hate me. Yeah, but just, <laughs> just no thank you. I'm not interested in this no. one bit. I'm sure there's an audience out there that love it mm-hmm. and good for them. But personally... Well, people no who enjoy you. that Elite Dangerous, because I think it's a similar game to that. So if you enjoy Elite Dangerous, you'll probably enjoy this. It's just not mm. my cup of tea. Fair enough, fair enough. Kev, here's a bit of news that um that broke and my twitter was on fire because uh, i follow a lot of xbox people which makes yeah. perfect sense um titanfall 2 excluded from ea access and origin access no free trial or early access if you were hoping to try out titanfall 2 before the game comes out you're going to be disappointed according to game reactor titanfall 2 will not appear part of EA Access or Origins, meaning there won't be any free trial or early access to the game, nor will there be any discounts at launch. What do you make of this? Uh, so, when I first heard this, I was like, what, what is the reasoning behind this? And first of all, I was like, well, it can't be because it's multi-platform. I know Titanfall 1 was only on Xbox, but no. it can't be because of that, because there's games on EA Access which are multi-platform already. Um, the only thing that I could think it could possibly be was the fact they were afraid of a repeat of Titanfall 1 where people will get this 8 hour free trial and then yeah. they'll play it and they just won't want to continue it will hit Burn the out. same 
yeah, they'll burn out and it'll have the same problems that Titanfall 1 had where people played it and then they just didn't pick it up again, they just left it. Um, yeah. I think they're banking a lot on this game being popular as well. I think they've put a lot of money into it and they're looking for a return and they're, like I say, they're afraid and they just don't want to give away that experience for free. So they're saying, right, let's just take out the EA access and just have they... it as its own standalone thing. For me, they've done the perfect thing, honestly, because that's... A... I, again, I love EA Access. Love it, love it, love it. And I will not stop singing its praises. But Titanfall 2 isn't a game I was looking to buy. Titanfall 2 isn't a game that... The only way I'd buy this game is if I had to buy everybody else buying it. Which may happen, because I know Phantom really wants it. And it's getting it, and it's getting a collector's edition and all this jazz that he's telling <laughs> us. Um, but yeah, I would have just played my 10-hour free trial and been done with the game. Exactly. So, and I, I think that's what they're trying to avoid. They've definitely made the right decision. It's uh, does it open a precedent though for future games which are big. Whereas like every game up to now, even Battlefront and stuff has mm-hmm. been EA access, it's been in there. Does this open a precedent where they look like, well now we're gonna pick and choose, we're just gonna put like the smaller games. The games The only thing that I think may it may be a driving factor to this also is EA don't own Titanfall's IP. Right, they okay. only published the game. That is a very good I can't, point. I can't think of many other um, EA games in EA Access that are not EA IP and owned Developed. everything by EA. J- yeah, that is a very good point. Everything. That is a very good point. So, Mirror's Edge. Is Mirror's Edge an EA studio? I don't See, this know. is stuff we should really look up before the podcast. <laughs> well, no, no. But, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know. Maybe... Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't want to talk out of out of uh, my ass, pretty much. Which I do all the so, time, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I let I let you do that. Um, Mr. Moody in the chat says, "I think Titanfall Two will flop. I don't think it's going to flop, but what I do think is they have set their expectations maybe a little bit too ambitious. Possibly, yeah. I think it is going to be like, really popular this year. I think it's going to attract a lot of people." There's just there's a lot out there to play. There is a lot, lot, lot out there to play. I don't know if this always happens, but I feel like even more so this year that yeah. there's a lot of games that want my money and want my attention, and a lot of them are gonna get it. And Titanfall's just not one of them. There's three big FPSs alone coming out, and that's Titanfall, yeah. COD, and Battlefield. Whereas most years, like last year, there wasn't a Battlefield and there wasn't a Titanfall. There was just COD. I'm not too sure if there was a Titanfall, COD, and a Battlefield the year. Titanfall 1 came out. I'm not 100% sure on that. That's something I'd have to look up. But it'd be interesting to see what the sales numbers were in that year and going forward what the sales numbers will be this year. Yeah. Like, if you had to predict out of Call of Duty, Battlefield and Titanfall, what do you reckon, like, first, second, third in terms of sales are going to be? Say, a year down the line. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I'd probably honestly go Call of Duty 1. Battlefield 2 and yeah. Titanfall 3. Just because Call of Duty, because of the remaster, look how many people like yourself that are, we're going to talk about that more a bit in a little bit later, yeah. but about who will just buy that game for Call of Duty 4. See, I think There's that's the safe option. I think that's the safe prediction. I'm wondering... Oh yeah, 100%. See, there's been a lot of negative negativity uh, towards Call of Duty this year and I'm just wondering whether this is the year that it changes where 
I don't know if it will be because even when Call of Duty does badly in its own terms of sales, it's not bad at all. It's still like ten times better than the nearest FPS. Do you know what I mean? It's Call so, of Duty though. Exactly. You, so people buy it just out of it's like me and FIFA. Habit. This is yeah. the, me and FIFA. I we all know FIFA doesn't change that drastically every year. Yeah. But I buy it every single year because that's I've been conditioned to do that since I was about. I don't know, when the, I bought FIFA 96, I think it was Jesus. World Cup 96, which was... Oh, yeah, I've been playing FIFA that long. Wow. Yeah, ruled, ruled. I remember FIFA I remember FIFA on the Mega Drive, which would have been 90... I think I was born in 92, so probably 94, 93, something like that. But, yeah, I've bought FIFA ever since. Yeah, I've, I've done the same with Call of Duty, like, ever since <coughs> 2007 and Call of Duty 4. Like every year, even with games I couldn't stand, like Ghost, I brought day one, I pre ordered it, yep. sold it within a week. Um, yeah, Advanced but you're Warfare. to buy it. Exactly. I pre ordered Advanced Warfare, played it for like two weeks, sold it, didn't like it. Same with Black Ops 3, even though I had that for a lot longer, I had that for like four mm-hmm. months, but then I got rid of it. Yeah, tell but... me about it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think you're right in that prediction of. COD, Battlefield, Titanfall, but I think it's going to be close this year between Titanfall and Battlefield. I think those two are going to flip and flop, because I think a lot of players from COD are going to move over to those two games, but we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to see what happens. Fair enough. Mr. Moody agrees. Call of Duty, Battlefield, Titanfall, 1, 2, 3. And he also says, that's why I rent my games. <laughs> Not a bad idea, man. Not a bad it's a, idea. It's a good idea, honestly. Um, Alright, let's move on from here and let's talk about something that was announced at um e3 yes e3 um clubs and looking for uh, gloops that's not how you say the word groups corey not gloops (laughs) looking for groups will roll out in today's preview and today meaning the 7th of the 9th 2016 on the hills of xbox summer update the team and i are thrilled not me i'm reading this from major nelson's blog um a thrill to announce clubs and looking for groups in brackets LFG on Xbox Live will start rolling that to preview members today on the Windows 10 App Store, iOS, and Android devices soon. Also, before we talk about that, also the update also includes something that Kev, I know you've been waiting for this, mate. This was, if you didn't already have an Xbox, this would be a selling point for you. Come on, lay the, on me. the update is emoji support. Wow, we can have poo emojis. Oh, I bet, yeah. I bet they don't tips. put the poo emoji in there. Amazing Nelson put on these Twitter tips. The preview updates <laughs> adds emojis. Uh, to get to the keyboard, you need to access, hold LT. It says LT and A to get them up to see more. Okay, cool. That didn't really help, but okay. Whatever, Major Nelson. I hear you, brother. I hear you. But, uh, Looking for groups and clubs, is that when we talked about it on our last year's show, or this year's show, I should say, um, we were, I feel like we were both lukewarm on it. It's yeah. Like, okay, cool, whatever. Uh, I feel like it'd be good, though. I feel definitely feel like I'm starting to play a lot more team based games, so just to talk to people that has mics works for me. Look, and it's. Of course. Go on, sorry. No, I was just going to say, it's. It's designed for people who don't have the time or aren't on the Xbox as much as they want to be and they haven't got that group of friends they always go back to. 
to play them with. So, so I think it's a really, really good, useful feature to have for certain players. Whereas 100%. other players that have that like group knit of friends that they play with all the time don't really need it. But like I say, cool feature. I'm glad they're implementing it because it will help a lot of people, especially on games like um, Rocket League. Say you want to put a team together, Rocket League's great for it. I mean, uh, Destiny is another one which will help immensely because... Even though I've got a group of friends that I play Destiny with, sometimes we're lacking one or two players on a raid or something, raid. and we need them, yeah. yeah. And that would be a great way of getting like two people in really fast, because I'm guessing that it like gives you alerts and stuff when like a call goes out for certain players, I hope, because that would be assume. a useful feature. I'd assume. Yeah, so you can apply, uh, reply in real time. But uh, yeah, fantastic feature. I'm glad it's coming to Xbox, and no doubt somewhere down the line I will use it. Yeah, well, I'm definitely was like I was just about to say. We will definitely have a my Xbox and me um, club. I think that's right. Yeah, we'll definitely have a my Xbox and me club. So for everyone who is listening today, um, look for that when you get off of listening to the show. Definitely look for that. We'll have a club, and I'd love. We keep saying it every show, but we just want to play Xbox games with you guys. So if this makes it even easier for people to want to play with us, then yep. perfect. Um, let's talk about a game that I think you played, and I feel like everyone's played it, but I certainly haven't. Return, Return to Arkham is coming yes. the 18th of October. It finally got this... its release date. Yes, after being pushed. Yes. Yes. Did you hear why it the got one... pushed? No, please, feel... please it, tell me. Apparently, it was um, developed by a Chinese development studio like this new edition and apparently the frame rates were horrific on it like considering all the problems uh, Rocksteady had with the PC release of Arkham Knight they really Mm -hmm. didn't want to have a repeat of that so I'm guessing they've taken like this extra six months whatever it is and then they've just fine tuned it so they don't have those problems which was the proper decisions because no one wants a broken game well did you watch the comparison trailer thing for this I've not seen it no it looks better on Xbox 360 than it does on Xbox One by from the trailer that I'm seeing. Really? Honest. Go watch it and tell I'll me have to your check opinions. This out. If you if you disagree with me, please email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail dot com. Would love to hear your thoughts on it. But yeah, it doesn't look good in the trailer that huh. I'm seeing. I've got to check this out so, now because this is a like a remaster. I'm interested in. That's well, a shame. Yeah, you'll see. Now, Kev, this is the biggest news of them all. This, right, I, I leave this, this one to you. This, this is your wheelhouse. Middle. You can take the next one, all right? All um, right top 10 best rated FIFA 17 players revealed. And we're going to start at number 10. Number 10, David DeGee, Manchester United goalkeeper, obviously. Number 9, Robert Roberto Lidwinski, obviously striker at Bayern Munich. Uh, Jerome Boateto, uh, no, Bo, Bo- Boateng. Is it Boateng? It's Boateng, yeah. Join Boateng. Well, do. Obviously, blah, blah, blah. We don't care about any of these, but Zatar is at 90. So all these players that I just said are at 90. Gareth Bale, 90. Then we get to the top five. Most important, obviously. Nua, 92. Suarez, 92. Boom. Now we're at the top three. Mr. Now, Bitey. For the first time in... I don't know how long. Messi is not number one, which is shocking. So number three's Neymar at number t- at ninety two rating. Messi is at number two at ninety three rating. Sorry, Messi's at ninety two. Messi's oh my god, I'm all over the place. <laughs> Christian Ronaldo is the big news. He is the best player on FIFA, and I a hundred percent agree. 
94 rating. And let me tell you right now, I will be streaming FIFA 17 non-stop when it comes out. If you see me get a Ronaldo, expect me to smash something. I am going to do my nut. I'm going to be doing backflips, and I can't backflip because I'm a fat guy. But I will be pulling for some backflips. Oh, (laughs) you wait. Just, Just you wait. I cannot wait. But yeah, for the FIFA people that do give a crap about that, there you go. I butchered some names, but who cares? They are the top 10 players in the game. So you want to build your team with these players. Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar, Suarez, Nua, Bao, Ibra, Botang, Lewinsky, and De Gea. No defenders. Interest- oh, no, Botang. No right back or left back there. Interesting. Cool. Kev, do you want to take the next piece of news, which is a big one? Uh, yeah, can do. So, 2K has confirmed Mafia 3 will be on the receiving end of a pile of free and paid post-release content following its arrival early next month. As detailed on 2K's website, Mafia 3 will be bolstered with new characters, outfits, new weapons, extra vehicle customization options, new races, and more. This content will be added for no additional charge for everyone that buys Mafia 3, whether it's through pre-orders, day one purchase, or those who wait. 2K has also revealed the first details of three major paid expansions that are now in production. Faster Baby will emphasise stunt driving and car chases as Lincoln's partners with a former level to battle a corrupt sheriff on the fringes of New Bordeaux. Signs of the Times will see Lincoln on the trail of a deadly cult um, responsible for a series of ritual slayings and Stones Unturned will pair Lincoln with a CIA agent to settle a blood feud that began in a war-torn jungles of Vietnam. Um, these major expansions will come with new vehicles, weapons, outfits and races based upon their themes. Mafia 3 makes its entrance on October 7th. Cannot wait. Cannot, cannot wait. Don't really feel like I care about any of those expansions, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> See, I, the thing that I don't like about this is I don't like DLC announcements before a game is released. Fair enough. Well, where do you stand on that? I think it's sort of negates the game a bit because you feel like they're leaving stuff out the game and then selling it as dlc because they're already developing that stuff um i'm okay with it especially if it's a game that i like um as long as they don't do the thing that batman did which was here's the season pass we can't tell you what's in it right okay i'd much rather know what's in what i'm paying for because like obviously you get the deals where you pay 80 pounds and you get the deluxe version which has a season pass built in blah 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 for me, yeah, you have to tell people what's in it. I Do I like the fact that you hear about it before? No, but you've got to think, if you're going into... We don't buy games in stores anymore. I'll be buying this from Amazon. But for people that do, and this works This worked on my brother, my brother-in-law. He bought Destiny and then bought the season pass. And then, obviously, he didn't get the Rise of Iron and all that stuff with it. And he was absolutely upset. Yeah. Because he didn't know. That, do you know what I mean? So he... he for someone like him, he needs to know what he's getting. You've got to think about it. people that are not us in the zeitgeist of things or are not on it, on it, on it. At least when you go into the store and say, oh, okay, when they try to sell you a season pass, you can say, what's in the season pass? And they say, you will you will be getting this, this, and this. I think it's just it's the fact pe- I don't like season passes. I miss the old days of you brought a game and then, say, six months down the line, they're like, Right, now you've played the game, you've completed it, you've done all what you wanted to do, now we're going to expand it for you so you can experience that game a little bit more with a bit of extra story. Whereas now it's like, um, here's your game, right, now you've got all this extra stuff coming so you've got to wait for that. And uh, I don't know, man. It's I suppose it's horses not... for courses. 
games are a service now. You know what I mean? We've they they have to figure out how games are expensive to make. Mm. There's no doubt about it. Games are expensive to make, and they've got to figure out a way to get more than sixty dollars out of you or whatever. Yeah, that, that's a valid argument. I I, I have thought about that. It, it's a very valid I mean? argument. Like, yeah. Like FIFA has Ultimate Team, people pay for that. At least, at least with Mafia, I don't know. I've not played the game, so it's hard for me to judge. But from what I know of two, is you're gonna get a full game, and the Mafia Two um, DLC was actually really good, and was big and was worth playing. And do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. This is all. This has got nothing to do with developers. I don't think. I don't know them personally, obviously. But this is all two no, K. Yeah, saying. this is all publisher stuff. Yeah, this is public, and you just got to play ball. But vote with your wallet at the end of the day. If you don't want this stuff, don't buy this stuff. Don't be a dummy like certain people out there that just go into the shop and go, and they get sold on a season pass and they don't even know what's in it. If that is something mm. you don't want, fine. You usually get a full... I can't think of a game that you don't get a full story. Even Mass Effect 3, the story was finished. They gave a free... Uh, DLC out to finish the story. I don't know. I didn't play the game personally, but um, usually you get a finished story, so you can't really hate if they're just expanding the story. And some people love that. Some people love to know. Some people are not like us that trade in games. Remember, if you stick a game on the shelf nowadays, it's nice to think, oh, like me, I've got Rise of Tomb Raider. This is a perfect example. I've got Rise of the Tomb Raider. When it comes out on PS4, there's going to be a load of new DLC coming out. At least now I'm like, oh, that's sitting there. I can buy that DLC, and it's like playing the game again with a load of new content that I probably wouldn't have had beforehand. Right, yeah, I, I get you. you it's get, a valid argument. Do you get argument. what I mean? Yeah, like, I, also... I totally, I, I get what you're saying though. I totally agree with the whole. How dare you announce um, a season pass? This, that, that, that. When you haven't even given me the game that I want to buy yet. Yeah, I just wish they'd totally wait for like get. a month, maybe a month after it's released, just to let people experience the game for what it is before worrying about all this other stuff that's coming. Do you know what I mean? And the... there is the valid argument as well. I'm arguing against myself now, but um, <laughs> the DLC actually keeps the prices of games down. I would agree. Be... Yeah, so, I mean, it's a double-edged sword. You know, and... Damned if you don't, damned if you the do. One... Yeah, exactly. I do agree. The one thing I would say to you also is you've got to think a month that's a long time by by this think about next month so we're in what we're in september yeah think about everything that's coming out i would have in by the end of september i would have rico Forza horizon 3 and fifa as soon as i finish Forza horizon 3 that is getting traded in as soon as i finish rico that is getting traded in i know that rico hasn't got a season pass so I know that I don't need to keep hold of that game and it's out of my mind. Once it's done, it's out of my mind. At least if they announce it straight away, it's like, oh, I've got if I trade this in, I've got to buy it back because I've already bought the season pass. Nah, yeah, no, you bring in fair arguments. Do, it's just, do I think it's I mean? just I think it's the fact that the way games used to be and how they are now, it does leave a bit of a nasty taste in my mouth. But I understand the, only, the business logic behind it. The only people I think that does it right, personally, is Nintendo. Nintendo with Smash Bros, you still unlock characters. They do have paid characters as well, but it was people like Ryu. It's people like people you never thought you would see in the game. That's why it's worth buying it. Do you know what I mean? That's why yeah. it's good DLC. It's stuff you still unlocked this character, that character, this but this track, that track, yada yada yada. This mini game, if you're playing Mario Party, but 
I get speaking what you mean, of that, yeah. Speaking of that as well, like I have noticed a lot more games are giving away DLC for free. It's yes. not so much. The thing is, it's not so much story DLC. It's like in this mafia thing where it's like weapons, outfits, outfits customization, weapons. just stuff like that, which I suppose is good and it sort of softens the blow of all this DLC. But um, you know, I, f- I personally think honestly that CG Project Red did it perfectly. You got all your DLC free. There was some extra story it, missions. Well, it wasn't in really there. DLC. There it was expansions, list. wasn't it? No, no. So this is what I'm saying. They gave away free DLC. Which was extra stories, and then they had two big expansions. Right, yep, no, yep, you're right, yeah. So your DLC you're getting is free, but if you want to pay for these big story driven, content driven expansions, they're going to cost you. I feel like that's yes. the perfect way to go about it now, but Absolutely. each to your own for everyone that's doing it. DLC's just turned into a dirty word, I think. 100%. Whereas exp- where expansion is more accepted, but you know, there we go. Let's go on to the next one. We're almost finished, guys. Almost over. Uh, Telltale The Walking Dead Season 3. Official title revealed. Telltale's the third season of... Sorry. Telltale's the third season of The Walking Dead will officially be titled A New Frontier. Cool. They announced it at PAX. Um, If you've seen the trailer for this, you've seen Clementine's older... They've changed the engine. She looks different. There's a character you don't only play as Clementine anymore. Ugh. I cannot, cannot, cannot wait. Can I just say first, the title oh, New no. Frontier is such a bland title. It's like a new frontier. Yeah, I get, I get you. It's just yeah, very, very blase. But um, also, something I'm worried about this game as well is, which was inevitable it was going to happen, but... Like, I'm worried about liking older Clem. I'm worried that she's going to be, like, this teenaged, angsty Me person. Too. Whereas, with the previous stories, I've sort of grown up protecting her as this young girl. And now yeah, she's going to be all this, point. I've got attitude sort of thing. It's like, I want young Clem back. Do we have to have this older Clem? Do you know what I mean? I, I, I totally, totally agree with you. But I feel like that's the point. It's We've trained her to this point, And maybe yeah. we're going to start to hate her. Maybe she's become someone we don't like anymore. Maybe, because I know you still play as her, so, but maybe you will want her to die. I don't know. know. (laughs) Probably by the end, I might. I just, I just hope we still get those moments with Clem where we connect with her. Because they did that so well in the previous two games. You actually felt like you was protecting this young girl. If anybody watched me stream season two, and the moment the spoilers for Walking Dead season two, if you haven't, finished it please don't listen to what i'm about to say is a big spoiler three two one all right um the moment when you see kenny yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah i was streaming and i absolutely went all i went oh my god and i started like i was getting really built up i almost cried everything (laughs) crazy crazy that was i've got to admit that was a really good moment like bringing back that character such a such a good moment and then obviously he turns out to be a dick, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so um, interesting, interesting. A new frontier. I am so looking forward to it, but it's still a little while away, so I'll keep playing Batman for now. Kev, yes. this is something for you, sir. Here you go. 
So, um, 16 Call of Duty 4 multiplayer maps getting remastered. Uh, all 16 original Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare multiplayer maps are getting the remastered treatment. Activision CEO Eric Hirschberg announced at Call of Duty XP event. The first 10 remastered maps come with the game at launch, and the final 6 will be available for free sometime in December. Talk to me about the Call of Duty XP event. You did, you went to, you I didn't watched go to it. it, but you no, watched it, sorry. Yeah, I watched it all. Um, as predicted... Call of Duty this year, Infinite Warfare, is a combination of Advanced Warfare and Black Ops 3. Like, mm-hmm. it was inevitable. It's what I didn't want, but it's happened. Like, I can bitch as much as I want, but that's what it is this year. And I won't be getting it straight off the bat. I know me and you had a bit of a <laughs> a few words about... No, that wasn't why we had a few words, though. Oh, our argument was, and we're not going over it again, but our right. argument was... You can't judge a game before you've played a game. Cause you, can I, you were can saying, I just give an explanation as to why I said I could? And I think this sums yeah, it up. Yeah, 100%. Go on. Right, this is, this is how I form my opinion on this game. I've played Advanced Warfare and I've played Black Ops 3. Mm-hmm. I've watched the coverage coming out of Call of Duty XP and I've listened and watched videos of people's opinion who have also played Call of Duty Black Ops 3 and Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. They, can I... Can they I just attend- say something there? Two seconds. Do you agree with yeah. most of what they say? Like, on the other previous yes. games? Okay, cool, yes. carry on. This is, this is people I follow because I have the same taste as them. Like, I, I follow them because they have the same complaints in Call of Duty that I have. They're not Got fans it. of the movement system. They're not fan of the way the game has turned from this military shooter into, like, this bells and whistles, all oh, let's all go flying, all oh, it's a robotic dog sort of thing do you know what i mean it's just just getting more and more ridiculous every year and yeah my opinion is based on my experience with those games my um people who have played its experience because i know my play style fits up with them yeah so i know their experience and what i would experience and just watching it watching the gameplay seeing how it plays seeing like people turning into dogs and like wall running and just boost jumping yeah wall running and boost jumping it's back. Oh, okay, and, cool. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's not for me. Look, I haven't played it like you say, so my opinion isn't 100%. This is based on all these other things, and I know deep down that I won't enjoy it. So there we go. That's how my opinion is based. As for, um, we got into You didn't go de- into that much detail the other day. I know, because I was getting really stressed. <laughs> but I, I've had time to think about it. I've had time to get it wrapped around my head and explain like how I feel. Yes. So, yeah, on onto Call of Duty, this um, 16 maps announced. So, first off, they announced 10 maps, and everybody was really displeased with that. So, okay. I think this is more of a damage control thing where they're like, shit, um, let's get the other six maps. Again. Let's get a bit of goodwill. Oops. Oh. He's knocked over Don't his worry. drink. It's all good. <laughs> Let's get a bit of goodwill towards the fans. Let's do the other six as well and announce them for December at a later date. So I think it's good they've done that. They've listened to the fans' complaint that there was only 10 maps from the original game. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's good that they've added all of them now. The only thing is that, again, it's great business sense, as Corey pointed out to me. But I'm not happy, even though... <sighs> It's hard because I understand where Activision are coming from with Call of Duty 4 Remaster and yeah. hiding it behind this game because they want this new game to sell well and it's good business sense. But is it good for the fans? And I said this to Corey, just because you can kick a squirrel in the head and it's not illegal, <laughs> it doesn't mean you should do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I, I, I don't disagree. The point is, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I don't disagree right. with you most of the time. But the problem is, I see things from a business point of view. Yeah, no, I understand and, completely. And you, we both know that putting this behind a paywall is going to sell copies. Because you yeah, are so, 100%. even you, you are so I'm tempted, tempted to buy it. I'm tempted to pay 80 quid just for the remaster. I won't play Infinite Warfare. I'm tempted just for the remaster. So is it so? Moody brought up a great point in the chat. Obviously uh, earlier, is this not a game that you should probably rent? You can't. Thing is, you can't rent Call of Duty Four because it's a digital download code with the Legacy Edition of Infinite uh, Warfare. Is it? Have they said that yet? Yeah. It's only a download. Yeah, it's have, a digi- yeah? Yeah, digital download. They haven't confirmed yet either whether. No, we heard because we reported this on our lies, and we don't know if it's hundred percent true yet because we had a source inside at a certain place and. You may have to have the Infinite Warfare disc in your Xbox in order to play the Call of Duty 4 Remastered Digital game, which will prevent players from buying the uh, Legacy Edition, then just selling Infinite Warfare and keeping the remaster. I think that that's what they're like trying bullshit. to do. That seems super dodgy, and if that's true, then I'm gonna, that's just ridiculous. But there's been no confirmation. People have reached out for, uh, to them. We emailed them trying to get a reply. They didn't reply. In the FAQ, even in the FAQ, the wording is a bit dodgy, the way they word it. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it is dodgy the way they worded it. And even, like, I, I, my article was even mentioned on, uh, anybody heard of Tmart and a big Call of Duty YouTuber? He actually yeah, did a whole it, video. Yeah, he did a whole video on my article. So, it's... <sighs> They've still got details they need to clarify, and until those details are clarified, I'm not buying it at this moment in time. But if they say you don't need the disc in the system to play it, then I'll probably pick it up and then just sell Infinite Warfare and get some of my money back, because I really want this remaster. Fair enough. Fair enough, Kev. I think <laughs> You seem to be have... confused for a second. Are you like, has he shot up yet? <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to let you go. I was just making sure you're finished. I don't want to... That's, that's been on my shoulders. I have love. Like, even though we like, Call of Duty! I have got, uh, like, Call of Duty has been my go-to game where I just sit back, relax, yeah. play my friends. Like, Resident Evil is to you. You love Resident yeah. Evil. You care what they do with the series. Series, I yeah. care what they do with Call of Duty. I think that's... See, I don't... I, that, that is so strange to me. But <laughs> each to their own. I do... I understand it. Because I, I... Do you know what? Coming from a Resident Evil background as well, of people just hate Resident Evil for no reason. I used to hate when people hated the tank controls. I loved the tank controls. See, I, that's me. I'm like, you, I don't like things, that game. Yeah, it's like I, I don't like that game because of the controls, but I understand that you do. It's like everybody yeah. has their taste, and Call of Duty is just something that appeals to you me. You love, you, you know love. I hear, I hear. Let's get off of this and talk about our last piece of news this week, which is the second episode of. Telltale's Batman series is out this month. Batman is back in action on the sev- uh, September the 20th when the series returns with the second episode, Child of Arkham. I will be streaming this on the 20th of September, so be sure to check me out on twitch.tv slash mcfixer. If you want to just watch the game or experience it before you buy it, I will be streaming it day one. So, so this, like, this second episode has come out a lot sooner than their normal second episodes do, don't they? They normally take a lot longer to follow because this has only been yeah. like a month or something I think like they, that. I think they know. They know that people are not messing with them anymore unless they get their time and Do, down do right, you think so. this is because this is a... Oh, mind you... Yeah, I was going to say because it's a licensed project, but I mean, even Walking Dead and stuff is licensed, isn't it? And Borderlands and stuff. I don't know. No, but I get what you mean. 
I get what you mean mm. by it's DC. Maybe DC was like, yeah. we can't have any bad blood with Batman. This is mm-hmm. one of our marquee, our marquee characters. You can't mess him about. So you need to be getting these out sharpish. Maybe It'd be interesting if, to see like, sure. where episode three and four come out, whether they're a month later as well, whether they have a longer break. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. We will we will see. Let's talk about Games with Gold real quick. Earthlock Festive of Magic from September 1st to 30th. Still not played it personally, so I cannot give you an opinion. What about you, Kev? Played it at all? No, I think I said last week, turn-based. Just not my jam. Fair enough, fair enough. Assassin's Creed Chronicles China will be available on the 16th. Forza Horizon I have downloaded, still yet to play, but it's available from September 1st to September 15th. Kev says it's a fantastic game, so play it. Maybe I trust him. Mirror's Edge you will be getting on the 16th of September until the 30th. Let's get into Fixer's Sack, and I've read this email, and let me tell you, I've had the biggest smile on my face over this podcast lately, Kev. But and you, I'm sure you know why. But we will start with indeed. we will start with uh, this email, and it says, "Hola, amigos." In brackets, hello, friends. Greetings from <laughs> Mexico. I've spent the last two hours in a hotel reception draining the Wi-Fi to get the latest hashtag MXAM podcast, my Xbox and me, episode forty-two. I was so it is definitely episode thirty-four, uh, forty-three. Sorry. I hope you're having fun in the UK. Uh, is Mexico the furthest the podcast has travelled? 4,917 4, miles from the UK. Jesus Possibly. Christ. Possibly. Our fans will have to let us know. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. I spent the morning of my wedding playing Batman Arkham Knight. Good game. Can't wait to finish it. Only complaint is too much Batmobile. Heavy. Yep, I've heard that argument as well. Anyways, gaming on your wedding day is a bit obtuse. So my question is, what slash when is the most random time you've gamed and what game did you play? Your friend Matt from York in Playa del Carmel, Carmen, Carmen, Mexico. Carmen, yeah. Carmen. Go with that. Like Cartman, but you know, Carmen. Yeah, with, um, <laughs> okay, mine's, mine's not really that. I've got a couple, but mine's... I'll let you think about yours, Kev. I've got one, which is Resident Evil 5. I think I've told this story before, but Resident Evil 5 come out the same day um, my uncle was getting married. So I queued up at midnight to buy it, obviously. Um, Got the game, the special edition game, plus uh, a Sheva character, which I was super happy with, because she was free. Um, But, so, obviously, I gamed all the way through the night till the morning... And then my mum was like, we've got to go to this wedding. And I was like, I don't feel well, mum. I'm not, oh, I'm just nothing. I don't feel right, mum. I can't go. Sorry. Uh, and she was like, you're going. So I remember playing the game all the way up to that point, bringing my Xbox with me to play it in the hotel room, which we wasn't <laughs> staying in a hotel. We were just, my aunt had a hotel room. So I brought it to play it there. She wouldn't let me play it, so I pretended to be sick so my mum and dad would take me home early. <coughs> yeah, Sounds well. like uh, you were desperate to play that game. <coughs> I, Joe, you know what the funny thing was, sorry about me coughing this week, guys, I got tickled in my throat. Um, the funny thing was, I just got to the part, again, if you don't want Resident Evil 5 spoilers, stop the podcast, I don't know. Well, I don't know, if you didn't play Resident Evil 5, come on. It's not a great game, but still. I just got to the point, just before you find out who Jill is, all right, and I was okay. just like, I have to find out who this character is. So I got in the car, pretended I was sick, and then got my mum and dad to take me home. 
and yeah I hope they never listen to this podcast so they'll find that out I probably <laughs> that you're Ill. was it an important that, at, wedding yeah it was my dad's brother oh okay my uncle it was my uncle's wedding how old was you at the time when did Resident Evil 5 come out I don't oh. know maybe 16 17 something like that Oh, I suppose. I thought you was a bit younger, so you might you might have been able to get away with it saying, oh, I'm poorly. But 16, 17 nah, was nah, like, nah. son, get nah, your shit I was, together. I was, yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I was a little bastard. I can't even lie. That was a terrible thing to do. But yeah, the wedding was okay as well. So whatever. Um, Kevin, have you got any stories with the randomest time you played the game before a wedding is pretty random and pretty so, amazing? I've got a story around gaming which is a bit weird where I was playing it. But um, okay. I used to have a Nokia N-Gage. Do you remember a Nokia N-Gage? Oh, of course I remember a Nokia N-Gage. Come on. I, I had a Nokia N-Gage. I got one brand new, and it cost 300 and some odd quid at the time. Yeah. And I had the Sonic game with it, so I was playing oh, Sonic on yeah. it. So one day, me and my friends decided we'll go down Hunstanton. And uh, we went down Hunstanton and uh, spent the day there on the arcades, playing football on the beach. And then in the As evening... Yeah, as you do. And in the evening, we sat down on side of the steps where um, the sea was lapping up, like right next to the sea, and we had some fish and chips. And I had my N-Gage yeah. in my pocket. Oh, so no. I pulled, I pulled it out and was playing it. And then, like, as the chips came over, I was like, all oh, right, I'm going to eat my chips now. I stuck it in my pocket, stood up to get my chips. And I had these uh, tracksuit bottoms on, and they were a bit baggy. And oh, it just no. bounced out my pocket, went dung in slow motion down these steps, went dung, dung, dung. And then all I heard was... Nope. And the thing is, I didn't see it at the time. I just saw the plop. I heard the splash. And my brother's like, Kev. I'm like, yeah. He's like, your engage is just falling into the sea. And for a minute, I was stricken with panic. Like, oh my God, that's £400. How the, yeah. Oh God, what am I, I going to tell my parents? And yeah. like, I was like, <laughs> my brother, who was only like eight at the time, I was like, Rob, Rob, quick, jump in the sea. Get it, get it. Jump in the sea. And I was trying <laughs> to push him into the sea. <laughs> Like he can't, I can swim. He can't swim, and I was trying to get my brother. I was trying to get my brother to go in the sea, which was rough. Like to go in and grab it, and he was like, "No, no, no, no!" Oh my god, that that one moment is like the most gutted I've been in my entire life. Like, so wait, did you get the oh, engage back? No, I lost it. Like completely what lost it. What did your mum and dad say? Oh, they went mental. Absolutely, they went absolutely crazy, and. um Oh, I just remember sitting in the car like I was in the days all the way home. I bet. Because I'd, I'd been saving and asking for this engage for a long time and I finally got it and I'd had it, I must have only had it for like a month. And I was just, thing is it had like an expensive memory card in it as well and it had the Sonic game in it as well. Oh, so all together yeah. there was like 450 quids worth of mobile phone there. And do you know what? <laughs> ever since that day, ever since that day, I've never brought a phone that cost more than £100. Just because I'm worried to death that I'm going to lose it or break it. And I just like, no, I'm just going to use my phone for WhatsApp <laughs> and the internet. And that is it. Yeah, no more games ain't... on my phone. Yeah, you ain't messing about. But yeah, that's the weirdest place I played it on the beach in front of the sea. Playing Sonic. But uh, yeah, it ended in tragedy. Never oh, again. R.I.P. Engage, R.I.P. Do you know what's funny about this story as well? To top it off, like... Maybe four or five years later, there was a story in the newspaper. We don't know if it's related or not, but there was a story in the newspaper where fishermen were fishing in the English Channel. And they cut open a fish and they found some weird stuff. They found keys and stuff. And they found a Nokia N-Gage in one of these big <laughs> fishes. So I don't know if that was my N-Gage or not inside a fish. So, wow. Oh, yeah. 
crazy story. Well, they Jesus. Well, we got one more email, and it says, "Hello, my lovers from my Xbox and me." Hello. Hello. I hope you are all well, and good luck to Haley on her new job. Yeah, for those who don't know, Haley just started a teaching job, so good luck to her. Yep, good luck. Uh, my question is: Call of Duty One. Oh, why the hell are we still bothered about these games? I agree with the Pride of Long Island that that's Colin Moriarty for those who don't know that the game mechanics are good and that it makes money. In brackets, I realise when writing this, I just answered my question right there. Laugh out loud. But <laughs> what the hell? But what the hell? I'll keep going. So where was I? Wait, what? So where was I? Dot dot dot. Are you? Yes. Mr. Moody, you wrote this weird. I'm not going to lie. And for someone who's dyslexic he wrote this at the best of times, at, for someone who's dyslexic at the best of times, already sounds like an idiot. You're making me sound even worse. <laughs> With a weak story campaign and the same boring multiplayer modes in which they don't seem to improve or do anything new on it, I, I think some people would disagree with you there. So my main question is, should Call of Duty go away for a while? I feel yes, for a long time, laugh out loud. Wondering what you beautiful people thought. Keep up the great work, your friend, fan and lover, Mr. Moody. P.S. Got ya, laugh out loud, no hashtag this week. There's only no hashtag because he's already a mod now. So uh-huh. he doesn't he doesn't need to do the hashtag make uh, Moody mod anymore. Um, should call, The question is, should Call of Duty go away for a long time, Kev? Uh, I think it should, even though I love Call of Duty, I think it should go on a, like a um, two-year hiatus, just to build the fan love up again, just to um, do something new. Just, just, I mean, there's an argument to be had. Like yearly franchises, people. Like, actually, we was talking about this earlier. Like with FIFA, you buy it even though you know there's not much change. So if FIFA was to miss that year, would that bother you? Because it's the same sort of thing. Yeah. Like, would you miss FIFA if it was missing for a year or not? If, what if they... I don't know, man. It's such a hard Someone just walked into my I'm... house as you asked me that question. I apologise. Okay. <laughs> um, would I miss Call of Duty if it went away for a year? Yes. 100%. You'd miss it? it would I, Call of Duty, Sorry, FIFA. I meant FIFA. FIFA, yeah. Yeah, I would miss it 100%. I need FIFA every year. See, I'm not liking the direction, as I said earlier, that Call of Duty is going. So, if they took a two-year hiatus and then re-evaluated, like, re-evaluated the way the game is heading, mm-hmm. then I'm all for that. But some of this I disagree with, Mr. Moody. I love you, but saying um, a weak story. Okay, I agree Black Ops 2 was pretty weak. Um, I know some people liked it. Modern Warfare 3, uh, Modern Warfare, the series as a whole, sorry, had an amazing story. I love that story so much. Even this year's Infinite Warfare, I think the story looks interesting. It's just the multiplayer I'm not interested in. Um, game modes, I think they're always trying to iterate on game modes, like trying new things and stuff. Um, they always keep the classics, which people love, and what people play it for, really, like Search and Destroy and Team Deathmatch and stuff. And they're, like I say, they're always adding new stuff, so like I disagree with that. But I just, for me personally, this is entirely selfish, but I would like them to take a few years away just so they can... Go back to the drawing board. Stop with this whole th- jumpy st- jumping stuff. The thing is, they make too much money to yeah. do that. They're, they're not going to stop. It's... There's no way. No, there's no way in, on earth. They make way too much money to stop. But I do. I I disagree with them as well. I don't think the Call of Duty stories are ever bad. 
ever. They've, I don't think they've ever. I, they're not. They've got the best game mechanics for a shooter out there. They just need. I don't. I don't know what they need to do. Personally, as someone who's not a huge Call of Duty fan, anyway, I don't know what I can do to really, really help. But or say, but I just don't know. Call of Duty. He says he's in the chat. Modern Warfare was years ago, mate. Black Ops Three was a weak story. Advanced Warfare was a weak story. Um, I'd agree with you, but two years of bad stories doesn't mean the whole series. Yeah, is bad. it's not the whole series. Like, I, it's such a hard question, man. I love I love Call of Duty, but recently it's just been disappointing me. Like I've said, and I don't want to keep harping on about it because I'm going around in circles. Now, no, but, but okay, just let's go on to like you said with FIFA. If FIFA wasn't around for a year, I'd be lost. Yeah. See, thing and- is, like, I'm probably not buying it this year. Like it all depends on all this stuff I said before, and I don't think I, think I would you'll miss buy it. it at some point. I think you will pick this up at some point. Maybe not day one, but you will pick it up some point. I'll only pick it up if I get the remaster with it, because that's the whole reason I'd only play. Yeah, it. yeah, well, yeah. I I agree, but I do think you'll get it at some point because I do yeah. think, just like you were saying to me, I have played so many bad Resident Evil games, meaning Resident Evil, Raccoon City. Uh, Resident Evil Umbrella Corps, which was that multiplayer shooter. Why did I buy that? I knew it was mm. bad, but it's Resident Evil. I have to play it. I just have to play it. So what... Like, Assassin's Creed was starting to turn into an annual franchise, and they decided to take a step back and miss a year. But, but then, then they released a remaster. remaster. Exactly. They're, they're, so, they're about to give us a remaster, so they didn't so, really take a year off. See, I'd be happy if Call of Duty did the same sort of thing where they said, right, we're taking a year away. We're going to go back to the drawing board, design some new stuff and that. And they said, right, so this year we're releasing Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3 series. Yeah, the whole Modern Warfare series remastered this year for £60. I'd be like, brilliant. That's what I want. I'd love to go back to those games, play them again for a year and give the developers time to make something different. But then again... The developers all have enough time. They've had three years this time round, so that's not even a problem. I don't, it's just the way the series is heading. I just don't like it, and like, I'm bitching constantly, so I think you, I should no, stop. No, I don't think you're bitching. I just think you're entitled to your opinion, but we have gone over an hour anyway, and you have things to do, yep. and so do I. So we'll do a suggestion yep. of the week really, really quickly, and uh, Kev asked me before the show, can you suggest a TV show? Which... It says suggestion of the week. No one said it had to be a game. This is a game podcast. But, Kev, I will let you suggest your uh, TV show. So what have you been watching? So these past few days, I was like, the other night I was laying in bed. And you know how sometimes you're on Netflix and you're just looking for a TV show to tide you over for a bit. Maybe not yeah. one that's got like six seasons, but one that's just like one season long or something. Just so you can watch it through the week or something. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for something like that. And I saw this one that had a good rating and I checked it out. It's called American Odyssey. And it's actually really good. It's only one season on Netflix at the moment. I'm not sure if there are other seasons out there and they're just not on Netflix. I'll have to check that. But um, yeah, if you look for something to watch, American Odyssey is basically about this um, US military group that are in uh, Mali, I think, somewhere like that. And they're on this mission. They kill this famous terrorist. And while they kill him, they find a laptop with all this information on it, which shows that this American corporation has been funding Al-Qaeda. And so what happens is when they go to their place to get taken out of uh, Mali or wherever it is, I can't remember exactly where it is, um, the Americans send in a drone to kill them all because this corporation, uh, the American military knows this corporation is paying for Al-Qaeda. 
to fund uh-huh. them. It's a really complicated story. I don't want to go too deep into it because I don't want to ruin it. But basically, this one woman who survives the attack, she gets trapped in Mali and she gets ch- she's being chased by the Amer- American military, by Al-Qaeda, and she's trying to survive and she gets captured. It's really good. And one season long, it's really intriguing. It takes What's place it in called? America. It's called American Odyssey. Okay. I'll check it out. Why the hell yes. not? Yes. Um, yeah. I'll definitely give it a go. Cool. My suggestion this week is going to be a little game called Quantum Break. I feel like a lot of people slept on this game this year. Uh, Remedy made it. It was... Yeah, you definitely. If you do like storytelling in your games, then this is a game for you. It has a TV series built in. The TV series isn't cheesy, isn't bad. It's good quality. I think you can pick the game up for like $20 there, £20, something like that. Um, Sure, the end boss is a bit frustrating, but very 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 solid game and i would suggest to people to pick that up if you haven't played it already uh, that's kev? like in my list yeah definitely definitely got to play it before the end of the year kev definitely you ain't got yep. long let's nope. plug 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 and get ourselves out of it what have you got to plug this week my friend uh just the usual out lives.net for opinion articles check that out uh twitch.tv forward slash don't shoot tiny and of course on twitter at don't shoot tiny Fair enough, fair enough. Also, if you aren't supporting already, please head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. That is what keeps this show going. That is what keeps me alive. That is what one day will get me to quit my job and do this full time. I swear it. I keep saying it, so it's <laughs> got to come true. It has to, you know what I mean? If I Just, just keep I'm wishing sure hard enough. If you enough. say it enough, it'll happen. Again, I don't expect Absolutely. people to be throwing millions of dollars at me. If you could even give me $1 a month... That helps this show keep going. So if you can, I appreciate. If you cannot, please just keep sharing, retweeting, Facebooking, share it with all your Xbox friends. Where numbers are on the up, we go up and down, but numbers are on the up. So I cannot complain, and I really do appreciate anybody whose eardrums or eyes we are hitting right now. So each and every one of you, I do appreciate it. I haven't said it like with me and Rush used to say it every single week. And I think you got annoyed with it. Probably that's why the numbers went down. But um, <laughs> I am very thankful for anyone that watches this show, supports this show. Kev and me have made some good friends about over this show now, especially people like yep, Phantom who supports it every week. And I just love playing Xbox, so I look forward to playing with you guys in the future. But for now, I am MC Fix and I'm out of here. He is Kevin Tarney. And I will love you, leave you, and I'll see you guys later.